If you're listening to this episode, I bet you're wondering what behaviors you're doing that keep you from getting your needs met and ending up in situationship after situationship. I got you. I've created a situationship quiz and I'm so excited about it. Take the quiz to discover more behaviors and more tips for navigating situationships because I know you're in more than one right now. No judgment, boo-boo. I used to have five situationships at a time. Yes. So you're not alone. You can find the quiz at www.dontea.co forward slash quiz. That's D-O-N-T-E-A dot C-O forward slash quiz. I'll drop it in the show notes as well. Okay, back to the episode. Knowing that parts of me knew that it wouldn't work out with this guy and other parts of me was holding on to hope. And so maybe that's what will come up for you as well. And that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. For real. Hey loves. My name is Dantea and I'm your fave self-worth therapist and coach. And this is my show, Situationship. This show is about getting out of toxic situationships that go beyond partners to family and friends and everything in between to living a life of joy and self-worth. Okay, let's get into it. Hey loves, my sweet babies, my sweet babies. Uh, Call back to Russian doll, whoever seen it, I'm with you. Didn't you love season two? Sweet baby. Happy birthday, sweet baby. Okay. Anyways, so lately I've been thinking more and more about the end of situationships, right? So like we talk a lot about, um, we talk a whole lot more actually about getting into one, being in one and leaving one, right? However, what we, what we don't talk about is like all the emotional pain felt after we leave a situationship. Yes, boo. Yes, boo-boo. <laughs> That's what we're getting into today. Because I already know. I already, I already know what you need. And I'm here for you. I'm here to deliver. I'm here to deliver. We don't talk about the ugly side of ending a toxic relationship, aka a situation shit, and having to deal with your self-trust that took a hit. So there are so many times where like I'm working with my clients or um, talking with friends or whatever, or seeing, seeing uh, shit on uh, social media, right? Or even in movies. And it's like, like you're, when, you, when you get out of a situation shit, you truly feel like it's my fault. How did I get here? How did I get here? And a lot of times we question our self-trust, we, which, which I mean by that is like we question Am I am am I able to um, see this coming in the future? Am I able to not pick the same type of relationship again? Am I able to make the right choices in 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 future partners? Right. Side note: You might hear I'm a little sick again. It's not COVID, um, but like, dang, I gotta start. I gotta figure this out. I can't be being away from you guys for too long. <laughs> My abandonment issues will come up. Like, don't leave me. <laughs> Anyways, so well, we're going to keep rocking through because I love you all and I am here for you. Okay, so the reason why I feel like it's so important to talk about this 
um, the self-trust that takes a hit after you get out of a situationship, like after that, that shit is done, right? We're broken up and all that kind of good stuff. It's, you know, it's funny. It makes me think about where a lot of times in conversations, like in girls chats, it's like, I don't even know why I'm like hurt. Like we weren't even together like that. We were, we, we weren't even boyfriend and girlfriend. We were, we were just, you know, hanging out. We were just whatever. And the thing is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there's a title, if there's not. We all know it's still a relationship through and through. We're still calling each other. We're, we're kissing. We're, we're going on dates. We're probably traveling. We're talking on the phone, right? We're having sex, right? We're meeting the parents or friends. What we're taking pictures. We're putting it on social media. We're putting it on our stories. We're putting the mentions, right? All that kind of stuff. So if you, if you really believe like that, all that kind of shit is not indicative of a relationship, please tell me how it's not because it does not matter. That's still relationship, right? With the friendship, it's still it's still relationship regardless. To be in a relationship, it takes more than one person. So me plus him, it's a relationship. What we call it, situationship, yes. It's still a relationship though, through and through. Okay. So just because your relationship wasn't defined, it doesn't mean it didn't hurt. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean it, it, it plagues us in pain. It doesn't mean we want to take off work for the weekend or, you know, before the weekend. It doesn't mean we want to just be down and out. It doesn't mean any of that, right? Still very, very painful, period. Pert. So hang out with me for a little while, just for a little bit, so I can tell you all about the three ways to regain your self-trust after it all ends. My hope is these three tips, I'm going to, if I didn't say it before, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you some three tips, that these three tips will help you go from self-blaming, self-doubt, and feeling depressed, to feeling empowered, feeling validated, and confident, right? So I want you to know that this stage... Stage meaning like this relationship fallout, breaking up, situationship, you know, has like officially come to an end and now we're, now we're here with ourselves, right? So this stage is only and can only be temporary and soon you'll be on your way to that undeniable confidence and best of all, self-trust in yourself again, no longer thinking about, will I make the same choice in the future partner again, right? Like, I got you, we're going to take care of that. We're going to talk about it get into it. Here are the tips, right? Truth is you may make the same mistake and that's okay because at least you'll see it coming and can remind yourself if you want to feel this way again, right? So what I'm trying to express is even after these tips, even after all the knowledge, right? Even after, even all the other episodes I've done on situationships, right? Like we still could go out. I know I have, okay. Still can go out there and seek, uh, stumble, slip, you know, uh, into another situationship. And that's okay. Truly it is. Okay. The difference is you will see that shit coming. You will smell it out. You will know, oh, okay, okay, I've been here before. Oh, okay. Like, you'll know that, right? I've been there. I say this every episode because it's true, boo-boo. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. So <laughs> even when I only had a situation ship last for three weeks, it still sucked. It still sucked. Like, it was, I still had the... 
Um, the same, the same rigmarole of like, okay, I'm gonna call my friend. Let me call my bonus mom. Let me call my sister. Let me call my, my, uh, go to the group chat, right. Uh, watch the movies, right. I still have to go through the same kind of processing of shit like this. Uh, even though it only was three weeks, it still ended. And I, and I still have major feelings behind it. Right. Okay. So let me, let me tell you a story about, uh, let me uh, tell you, so I'm going to give you an example. So the situation that lasted for three weeks. Let me, let me be clear about this one. This is someone I've known for years and come to think of it. Most of my situationships are from, from these men that I've known for years and kind of just like recycle back through each other. Right. So this guy, um, we've never really like taken it any further than just like, I like you, I like you too. <laughs> right. So this time I'm feeling like super confident, super strong, super empowered. And I'm like, I just want to date. Like, I, I don't want us to keep doing this little hee hee ha ha. You know, like I want us to like for a little, like, let's date. Come on. Like, let's like, do you want to date me? <laughs> That's literally what I said. I said, I said, do you want to date me? And he was like, yeah, okay. At this point in my life, I wanted to have like a more healthier relationship. I want to be way, way more intentional. I mean, t- intentional should be tatted on my fucking eyelids, front and behind the lids. Okay. And so, um, we started, we started doing it. We started dating, spoke every day, um, had good conversations. I was very honest. He was being very honest, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, it was a good time. I, I cried on the phone. I allowed myself to be vulnerable, said things I need to say, didn't back down. Right. All those kind of things. Now let's, let's be very honest. Like all along, all along, as we, as we, as us women, we know all along, I felt this undercurrent of like, this may not even make it past two months, right? Like this, this may not even last. However, we are enjoying ourselves. He's very attractive. He's always been attractive. So you are like goo goo gaga, right? You know, can't wait to touch him. Can't wait to touch on him. All those kind of things. Okay, where wherever it goes from the from the hug to to whatever, right? Like I was ready, available, down, down, right. So, and still, I knew because I and I knew because I knew it was a situation shit. Well, how do I say this? I knew it was. <laughs> I knew it had very great potential for a situation shit. Now. I told him, I said, if we're going to, if we're really going to do this, you cannot ghost me. Like, do not ghost me. I, I can't, I can't survive that. Like, do not ghost me. He's like, okay, I won't ghost you. And he told me, he was like, you know, every time I've ghosted you, right? Okay. So like, let's pause, let's pause there. I tell you guys every time I've been there. And so if you heard what I just said, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say it again. He said to me, well, every time that I've ghosted you, meaning boo-boos, this has happened multiple times, multiple times, multiple times. This dude has ghosted me multiple times. Okay. And, and where do I go? Nowhere. Where do I stay? Right where you left me. (laughs) Right. So like I said, I, I understand. I understand. So here we are again though. Right. And I'm like, don't go. I'm putting up boundaries. Like I talk to you all the time, boundaries, 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 put up boundaries. And I mean this shit this time, right? Like do not ghost me. If you ghost me, it's like, it's a wrap. Okay. So um, we're chatting, you know, like I said, every day, everything's good. And he's like, you know, I feel myself falling for you. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing I've never heard before. Like, cause I'm amazing. Obviously, obviously you're going to start loving me. Like, obviously. So he was just doing all the things, but then the communication would 
have breakdowns. Like I couldn't ask more than like two questions at a time. Or um, if I asked a question that was a little bit deeper, deeper in thought, like required um, some emotional vulnerability or, or just, or just more critical thinking. It was like, oh my gosh. Or, oh, like, oh my gosh. I just answered that. Like, right. Or he would say something like, I'm better at talking on the phone than text. But then after a while, talking on the phone at night became more and more challenging. So then we're texting or I'll call you back, but wouldn't call me back. Right. So that kind of shit started to happen. And I'm like, damn, damn. Right. Like I thought that we were, you know, things were going well. We're talking about vacationing together um, for a trip that was like around the corner kind of thing. Right. Um, And I just saw it. I just saw the communication and the relationship in in true start to really break down. But I still was like, because we don't live in the same city. I still was like, nah, buddy, <laughs> like, nah, I'm still going to make sure we see each other in person because like, I at least want to kiss him. Like at least, like I said, like I said in the last episode, how to make situationship work, how to get your fucking needs met, right? Like I have needs because I'm human, because I'm human. So did all of that, right? We finally see each other. Um, you know, it's been a while since we've seen each other last. So we finally see each other again. Uh, it was it was a good time. I you know I had a good time, whatever. Um, but then he was only here for like I don't even fucking I, maybe like less than twenty four hours, and then like leaves because of some some shit he had to do. And so the point is, it's not like I didn't believe him that he had to go because there was already so many things that was happening before he even came down here. But the thing for me was that he just slowly started to like pull away. And I understand that he told me before he doesn't have the words, like he doesn't have the words to say things like when he's going through things, he doesn't know what to say. So he kind of just like goes into his own space. For me, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Like I want to, I want to deal with people who can let me know, Hey, I'm going through a lot. I need a moment or, um, I got a lot of shit on my mind or I'm feeling stretched in whatever, something. Right. So long story short, you're probably guessing how I ended. He, kind of ghosted me, like not full on ghost. I didn't stay that long to get full on ghosted, but it was enough for me. And so I just, I just stopped. I just stopped hitting him up. I just stopped. Um, I didn't even, I didn't even do the whole like, Hey, everything. Okay. I saw what I saw. I saw what I needed to see. I saw the behavior. Not like we haven't been there before. So I was like, okay, okay. Okay. And because I really did not want to make this a full fledged situationship, I walked away because if I would have fucking stayed, if I would have stayed, then I would have been on the hook to hear from you whenever. Um, when I do hear from you, I'm upset. Why are you upset? I know I've been busy, so I got to be fucking understanding for you. Put me on ice. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Right. So no, no, thank you. And again, even though that only lasted for three weeks, three weeks, I'm selling it short. It lasted longer than that, but it, it definitely wasn't for no three months. I'll put, I'll tell you that. The, the point is, it still hurt. It still hurt after it ended. It still hurt. Like, I felt a lot of things. I felt a lot. I felt a lot of things. It was, it was, um, you know what? Let's take a quick break. So, you might be wondering, as you're hearing this story, you might be wondering about your own situationship love story ending and reflecting on the ins and the outs 
and how you've been trying to heal. And you might be starting to see a pattern of how you constantly find yourself in a situationship. Good news, boo. You can take the situationship quiz and find out how you got there time and time again. So head on over to dantea.co forward slash quiz. The quiz link is also in the show notes. Let me know your results. I'm so excited to hear about it. Okay, let's get back to the show. Let's get into the tips, the three tips that can help you regain your self-trust. Okay, so we're going to the tips. What? We're going to the tips. What? If anyone watched Hardball, you'll get that reference. Okay, (laughs) so tip one, self-grace. Now, I know what you're thinking, self-grace, how is that going to help, right? That's the same way I felt when my friend Tossie would tell me, um, she would suggest that to me in the beginning of our friendship. I was like, ugh, grace. Like, I didn't say this out loud to her. So when she hears it to be the first time, she's probably hearing this. But in my mind, I would say, ugh, grace, like that isn't profound enough. Like I needed... I needed a hard hitter, like something that would fix my feelings and my problems all in one blow. But you're over here telling me, you know, I just, I just, just ask you to give yourself grace. What is grace? Who's, who's grace? What's she going to do? Like, that's literally how I felt. Like, what, what is this? I don't understand. After I understood and took it in and like allowed myself to slow down, the thing about grace is it allows you to tell yourself you're doing your best and you make decisions based on unhealthy and healthy choices, and that's okay, right? So grace just allows you space and holding and like like a hug, right? A pat on the back, like, hey, you're honestly doing the best you can. You're doing the best you can. And grace allows you to, to truly believe that because you are. Like for myself, with the guy, I did what I wanted to do and needed to do for myself. Some of those choices unhealthy. Yeah, I'm sure. Some of those choices healthy. Yeah, boundaries. Set the boundaries, kept the boundaries. Said what I need to say, right? And still didn't end the way I thought it would end, what I, the way I wanted it to end, or at least, at least the length, the time spent, right? Giving myself grace, allow me to be like, okay, I'm doing the best I can. And that's okay. And that's okay that this happened. And that's okay that this ended the way it did. And that's okay that I was a part of that story. That's okay, right? So tip one, self-grace. Tip two, hold space for the emotions. All of them, okay? And quick aside, if you have a hard time, because I know I do, if you have a hard time identifying like what the actual emotion is, then I suggest just do a quick Google search and type in feelings wheel. You'll get loads and loads and loads of feelings wheels. And it just, it's just a really great way to visually see all the feelings that we can feel versus like sad, happy, mad, hungry, tired, right? Like hungry, that wasn't a great example, but you know what I'm talking about, right? And so the feelings will will say like depressed, um, insecure, scared, fear, joy, pensive, right? Like um, ambitious, aggravated, like all kind of emotions, right? So if tip two, what I'm saying, you hold space for the emotions. You're like, "Mm, I don't really know a lot of emotions. Google feelings well. All right. So most of our default is to ignore the emotions, right? Like after a situationship ends, the emotions come up. We know, we, we know they do. 
However, it's easier, at least we tell ourselves, it's easier to ignore the emotions, to press them on um, down, stuff them down, press on, right? Be Just be totally over it in 24 hours. Be totally over everything that, that was felt. Be totally over all the, the happy moments, right? The, the blissful moments, the, the hopeful moments, the, um, the, 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 the awesome sex moments, awesome head moments, awesome pictures. Like, you know, like move through it, right? Just 24 hours, be over it, done, over it. That's enough time as we tell ourselves, right? Or that's maybe that's even what we've heard from our family and our friends, TV, books, whatever. I'm going to tell you that's wrong, boo-boo, like wrong, wrong, wrong. You have to hold space for the emotions because when we don't deal with our emotions, they do onto us. And what I mean by that is when we don't deal with them and they do onto us, they will come out in crazy ways, like maybe overeating, not eating, spazzing out on, on the stranger at the grocery store, you know, yelling at your kid and your kid didn't do anything but say hello. And you're just like going off, like, they they do onto they do onto us. They really do. They will try to get our attention until we deal with them. It could also look like um, physical ailments. It could look like acne. It could look like hair loss. Like right, like it can it gets really deep. So when we don't deal with them, they do onto us. Which is why I'm saying let's hold space for them. So the other part of this is emotions help us understand what we need. So here's an example. Allowing space allowed me to recognize I was feeling betrayed by this man. I felt like he had never intended to stay longer than he originally told me he would stay. And to only be there for basically 24 hours or whatnot, I felt betrayed. I felt like, dang, did I get used? Like, was I on, like was just just something to, I don't know, check off your list? Um, was, I, was I just, one of the biggest things that I felt, was I just a place for you to like find peace? And like, like you know that your life is really chaotic outside of me, but when you're with me, you feel at calm, you feel peaceful, you feel at ease. Was I just kind of your place to reset, to regain, to ground, to, to rebalance, right? Just to use my energy and my healing, you know what I mean? So I felt really betrayed and it was hard. It was hard to feel that feeling. It was hard to admit that feeling. And yet that's what I needed to do to allow the space for all the emotions to come up. Going into tip three, it's a part of this after you kind of like recognize, understand, be able to point out the emotions that you're feeling. Tip three is I want you to journal the real emotions that you wouldn't share right? So in the, in the beginning of the, the ending of this situationship, um, I wasn't ready to share like that. I felt betrayed and that's okay. And so I had to journal about it to really allow myself that safety. Like sometimes we just need to like say shit behind a closed door and a journal can do that privacy. Right? So now, so when you're, so when you're going through your own process with this, you by you allowing the emotions to come up, you just journal, journal, journal. Don't worry about the grammar. Don't worry about how many words on one page. Don't worry about the your um, handwriting. Don't worry about it. Just journal, right? Because once I realized I was feeling betrayed, sad, disappointed with my recent situationship, I I needed to journal to really process it all. There were just so many things that start to come up that I can that I could point back to. Like, okay, I felt this way, 
And when was the last time I felt this way? And how did, you know, it, it goes, it goes places, it goes places. It does help you to feel better, truly, because you're providing yourself with self-love and self-trust. You're basically, you're basically allowing yourself to feel, right? A lot of times for us growing up, we weren't allowed to feel our emotions or we were ashamed of even having big emotions, right? Unless they were like positive emotions. And so by journaling, you were literally like rubbing your back, like, okay, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that hurt. Ooh, yeah, that sucks. And what else do you want to say about that? I'm here listening. You know what I mean? So self-love and self-trust will come through this. By journaling and holding space and being honest, you allow yourself to really see what no longer serves you, what you still honestly may be looking for, right? And how painfully true you knew this wouldn't work out and that's okay that we held on to hope. That, I mean, that speaking straight to myself, truly. Like knowing that parts of me knew that it wouldn't work out with this guy and other parts of me was holding on to hope. And so maybe that's what will come up for you as well and that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. For real. Because it's all learning. It's all learning. What I know now with that guy is, I mean, more more often than not, he'll probably come back around and we'll try to chat. And it'll be up to me if I want to entertain it or not, right? For me, I've already seen what I needed to see. So unless you're coming at me, with accountability and this is what I'll do differently, then I might entertain the conversation. However, if it's, if if you're offering me the same plate of chicken nuggets, I'm saying no gracias. No gracias. No, thank you. Okay. So journaling, I'm telling you, go after it. Okay. Loves, you got all of that. I know you did. I am so hoping you are seeing how these tips definitely leads to regaining your self-trust after a situationship ends. You can see your accountability. You can hold the pain. You can truly see what we want to do differently the next time, right? By you identifying what I'm not going to deal with moving forward, what I'm looking for, what I'm not going to settle for, um, what I am okay with taking on, right? If that's another situationship or not, that's gaining your self-trust. You can trust yourself that you will make different decisions. You can trust yourself that you will know what that shit looks like as it's coming your way. Oh, this looks like another situationship. Okay. And you know that, and you know that. So you can make the choice to be like, okay, I'm ready to tussle around in another situationship or I'm not trusting yourself. And cause you'll know, you'll know, Right. We know that if we were to meet someone, because it can happen all the time, and in conversation with them, Situation Bay, or future Situation Bay or whatever, we know that during conversation, we feel like we are being self-silenced. Like that actually happened to me recently. Um, then we know, ooh, I felt, I felt this before. I didn't like it. So let's bounce, Right. If you know, an example, if you know you're trying to have a conversation with someone and they say, I feel like you're trying to, I feel like you're trying to force me to say something and you're just telling them how you feel. Ah, buddy, like you're trying to silence me. You're trying to, you're trying to get me to stop talking so you can be comfortable. Guess what? We're not going to do that. No, let's work through this. We can work through it if you want to be healthy and intentional. So no, right? I had to trust in myself knowing this is a relationship. What you're showing me now, this is a relationship that's not going to be healthy for me. And if I stay, 
And if I stay, that means I'm going to have to self-silence, which means I'm not going to be fully authentic, which means I'm not going to get my needs met, which means I'm not going to be in alignment, which means I'm not going to be walking in my values and holding on my values and getting my values met, right? Which means I'm in a situationship. So no, thank you. So once you start seeing the signs that you wrote out in your journal, you can trust yourself to be like, I know what this is about to be about and I don't have to stay for this or I can, right? Okay. So go out there, loves, practice these tips. You're going to be great. Until the next episode, see ya. Thank you for listening to the show, loves. This show was produced by Mackenzie Mazell and me, Dantea. If you got a question you'd like me to answer, which I know you do, please send it to Dantea at soireesintherapy.com. That's S-O-I-R-E-E-S for soirees. When you do that, the answer might just become an episode and I would love to keep talking about your question. Want to work with me? The link is in the show notes. I'll see you there and I'll see you in the next episode. Okay.